All right, here is, I mean, I got a bone to pick here. Um, I was I was coming up this morning with, you know, what, what really needs to be out there, what needs to be said within the financial field. And uh, I, was on, um, I was on Facebook this morning, just checking through some of the comments on uh, our Facebook page and, and one of our private groups. And somebody asks, you know, what just really grinds your gears? And I thought, well, there's a lot of things that annoy me, but what, like, what gets under my skin? And I thought for a second, I said, you know who seems to always hijack a decent message? It's people who sell universal life products. Oh, I know I'm going to get hate on for, uh, for this, but you know what? If anyone wants to sue me, they can, because I, I am not going to sit by here and have people Clients, people that I care about, fellow Americans, buy into these things. I, and I don't hate insurance companies. I talk about how necessary they are in every appointment. We talk about how their insurance products are the only thing that can take away the risk of loss, that how important they are in, in, in demifying the client. So I don't hate insurance companies. I don't hate all annuities. I don't hate... I don't really hate anything. But... Uh, man, universal life products get under my skin. Believe me when I say that. They really, really do. And it just, when an advisor or a professional comes to me and, then, and, they, and they act like they not only know everything, but that they're superior because this is the product that they use and they recommend, all I say is, man, who sold you that bill of goods and... I know you're only here for the commissions. And I don't usually say that about insurance people. Again, they're selling a very important and unique financial tool. And in many cases, and sometimes we go over this, commissions are actually better for the client than fees because commissions are paid by the company, not the client. But that's another topic for another day. That's not necessarily the case with universal life products. So what, what, what is it about them that makes me so mad? Well, one, it's the messaging. There's a famous multi-level marketing company that pushes overpriced term insurance and um, because nobody sells uh, variable universal life anymore. It's all indexed universal life. These are the two products that they push. So in addition to being a multi-level marketing scheme, these people will go around and say that they teach the middle class on how to use the principles of the wealthy. And while they may teach some stuff about uh, uh, leverage, and although they wouldn't word it like that, and they may teach somewhat about opportunity cost, although maybe not as in-depth as we would go, they only use that to push universal life products. What are universal life products? It's the idea that, and the original creation, just straight out, flat UL, universal life products, universal life, is the idea that it, it's a, the reason it has its name is because you, the idea is that when you're younger, you buy into it and it acts more like a term policy. And then as you get older, it acts more like a whole life policy with some cash value in there with adjustable death benefits. So let's say uh, uh, John is 27. He has a young family. 
He wants term insurance to cover the fact that if he dies, uh, he wants his home to get paid off so his wife doesn't have to worry about that debt. Plus, um, you know, she can take care of the grocery as well. She's also taking care of the kids so that she can continue to live uh, at least for, for a little while while she readjusts her life. And that's all well and good. And the typical financial approach to this is, is to say, well, you need some term insurance because you're young, so it's a lot cheaper. You know, the risk of somebody actually dying while they're 27 is lower, so that means your premiums are going to be much lower because the insurance company knows for or can accurately predict pretty much when you're going to die of natural causes. So the, the insurance companies will only take a bet on that, and they'll give you a low premium. Um, but an, a lot of a death benefit. So if an accident does happen, or for whatever reason, you know, uh, things happen, so maybe it's cancer, maybe it's something unpredictable that comes up, they can cover that. But again, it's usually term, and then by the time they're 45, some financial people will tell you to get rid of it and not have any life insurance. Others will tell you to buy another, maybe a 10-year term or something like that, and then get rid of it. But the idea of universal life is that as you get older, it also has the whole life um, addition of cash value. But And then as you get older, where you may want to use some of that cash value for other things, you would adjust the premium so the death benefit's lower now that you're older and you have more reserves and the like. In theory, then you'll adjust your strategy to have a lower death benefit, more cash value, more of a savings so it acts more like a savings account but you still have premiums the whole methodology how this ends up working in practice is the insurance company has to build a universal life policy based on a term chassis what this means is that it has the same underlying qualities of a term policy what does this mean this means that the insurance company if they deem an, a, a certain class of people let's say uh, mildly overweight people between the ages of 25 and 45, um, maybe they are at a slightly higher risk over the past 20 years, so the insurance company reserves the right to raise the premium on that. That means that they can raise the premium on universal life contracts. It usually doesn't affect term contracts all that much because, again, it's a, it's a brief term and you could pretty much easily uh, just drop it and move to a different company. Universal life, because of the cash value aspect, if you were to do that, you would surrender the cash value, you would get uh, either a lump sum, or maybe you could 1035 it, um, but there's the risk of incurring a tax penalty. And also, there are, are internal fees, if it is something like an indexed universal life policy. And an indexed universal life policy takes the cash value and ties it to an index, instead of paying dividends, and being in traditionally safe investments with the insurance company, instead an indexed universal life policy is tied to a stock index. And the selling point of this is you will never have a zero year. There is a floor, and the, the the your money will never reach zero. Yeah, that's what the contract says, but it's in the market, and there are fees attached to the fact that it's in the market. So you may not have a zero year. You may have a year of 1%, which sounds great when the rest of the market's doing, you know, negative 28. I'm using 2008 as an example here. But those fees don't stop, do they? And when you account for the fees, 
you actually get like a negative two, negative three percent return. So they're not even sold in some cases accurately. Nobody talks about those internal fees. Nobody talks about the fact that the insurance company can change the premiums at will as needed for a certain asset class, which changes as you get older, by the way. So your premiums are going to go up. And if you if you stop paying those premiums, which you have the right to, to do in some cases, it's going to create a loan against the cash value to pay for the premium. And if the market crashes and you get a negative year and you have an outstanding loan on top of it, not exactly a recipe for success now, is it? But nobody ever talks about that part. They only talk about there's there's uh, a floor so you don't lose money and you know this is what rich people use now. No, 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 no. This is salesmanship. This is sales tactics. This has hurt a lot of middle class people. My first mentor, my first ever mentor, really smart guy. He's known for teaching other agents. Um, as he has created this whole program around uh, his financial philosophies and he's got uh, really unique financial calculators and just a, uh, an absolute genius. Probably could, have, probably could have built a rocket ship if he wanted to. Just really smart with numbers. But he always used to say, Universal Life is abbreviated in the industry to UL. He says, it actually really means you lose. And I want you to keep that in mind as we go forth today. Universal life stands for you lose. Universal life contracts are things to be wary about. That is what grinds my gears. This has been your financial lesson for the day. I'm Kevin Prendeville, and we'll see you tomorrow on The Kevin Prendeville Show.